Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brewblood. Welcome to Brewblood's episode, not 100. Yeah. Um, you may be asking yourself, why is this not episode 100? It's because we don't want it to be, frankly. Well, why is this a shorty? Why is this shorty? Well, yeah. the, the plans we have. Explain for, it to me, Mark. I don't even know. Let me explain it to you. Let me explain it like a five-year-old. Uh, the, <laughs> the interview we had scheduled, a very special interview we had scheduled, got delayed by a week. So we chose not to fill the space. We chose to uh, be a little tantric about it and make everybody wait for episode 100. I know you're all p- uh, patiently yeah. waiting, impatiently waiting. You're, you're on the edge of your seats. Yeah. You're about to explode. You're all edging. Every every which way. You're right at the edge. You're about to go over the over the waterfall of uh, beer, and, <laughs> uh, beer orgasmic Naturally. time. Beer orgasmic time. I can't f- talk about it. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Beer orgasming. Yeah. You're almost there, but you're going to have to wait yet another <laughs> week. You're going to have to be like Sting and be tantric for seven days. So instead, we decided to head out on the road. We made a long, long journey far, far north. Yeah, BFE. A tiny, tiny town called Plano, Texas. Plano, Texas, yes. Uh, and they have this nice uh, little downtown area. Uh, yeah. Mark and I have frequented it on occasion. We've been up here just a few times. Just a few. Uh, yeah, it's, at least it used to be our old haunts, actually, back when we used to live. It, it was a weekly stop. It was. We used to hang out here when Dustin used to live in the even more BFE town of McKinney. <laughs> I, and I used to live in the even more BFE town of Frisco. Yes. Well, and I lived way on the edge of McKinney. Right. There was a time where I did that, and Mark was living in Dallas, and yep. then uh, Thomas from the other podcast that we do, the Champion in Plano. Thank you. So then we would pop over here. There's you know four or five bars and restaurants in this area. Um, three three notables that we would rotate around to: the Fillmore Pub, Kelly's, and uh, the one we're at today, Kelly's which is Vickery Park. Yeah, this whole little neighborhood here has exploded, but. Um, Vickery, the, the mainstays, the old stalwarts are still there. You know? Yeah, the mainstays are still there, but all the other shops around it have, right. this whole little area has blown up quite a bit. Yeah, so we decided to come here and uh, look awkward while we're talking into mics yeah. at a bar. Everyone's like, what the hell are those guys doing? And yeah. that's, we're used to that, though. That's, yeah. what, that's what we get People everywhere we go. That's, why we, that's how we live. That's what yeah. we live for. Mark has these gigantic headphones on that yep. are just oversized, yep. cover his entire ears. Studio headphones, because for some reason this recording device won't put out a normal amperage. Yeah. But that's a technical detail no one cares yeah. about. But in any case, we're here, and we're here to drink, and we're here to talk about it. Yeah. We're here to As talk we ab- are every week. We, we should say we've already been through one of these as I spilled the first beer. <laughs> Uh, the Oscar yeah. Blues 10 Barrel Age 1050 is what we're talking about. I already spilled through spilled one. Yeah, had about, so, uh, so Mark gets to drop about $35 on this yeah. episode. Now, we've had this beer before. We have? Uh, they did have it at Untapped that is now okay. Index Fest now. Uh, at least I had it. I don't know if you had it, but I for sure had it. Um, it was tasty. Uh, our friend Javi's obsessed with it. Anytime yeah. he finds it, he suckles the tap, suckles it dry, and um, you know then moves on to the next one. Yeah. He's very much like, I don't know, some kind of... Uh, rodent or some kind of locust or something like that that just eats everything good. He just suckles the 1050 until <laughs> it's gone and then he just takes off. And he and just he's goes gone. from tap to tap. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I understand. it. I, I recall it being a good beer. It's yeah. been several months since I've had it. Yeah. Um, you suckled it off the counter as you spilled it. I did. So there's a lot of suckling with yeah. this beer going on. And maybe I, I just like to say suckle over and over again. <laughs> it's your favorite word. I got up on the bar and licked directly. Just yeah, he lapped up. it up like a kitten. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just barely with his tongue. He didn't really yeah. Yeah, barely touch that it. That was more lapping, I guess. It, it took about 45 minutes to get it all, but yeah. I got there. It was a challenge that yeah. I accepted. So I think I'm going to have to uh, suckle this 
Uh, biscuits and gravy. Yeah, the river bris- biscuits and gravy, yeah. <laughs> so uh, give me the lowdown on the Barrelation Fitty. Uh, well, it's from Oscar Blues, which uh, we do have a presence in Texas now. They're, they yeah. are... They are actually brewing in Austin now. Yeah, uh, it's a twelve point five, a twelve point nine percent imperial stout. Uh, gets really good, really good ratings across the board. I mean, we're talking. Um, if you want to look at rate beer, it's a one hundred. If you yeah. want to look at your advocate, it's a ninety nine. And then on Untapped, four point four. Pretty good out on Untapped. That's out, that's outstanding for Untapped. I mean, that barely that barely ever happens. If you get over four, you're doing good. But over yeah. nearly four and a half. Yeah, I mean, you're killing it. As we all know, Untapped, the most critical of all communities. Well, it's the most active. Uh, outside of our local Facebook group. <laughs> right. That's true. So, uh, Oscar Blues, do you go to them much? On occasion. Uh, the yeah. Old Chub is a good, good standby like that. Yeah. The, um, the Devil, uh, I not say Devil Dancer, but that's not. It's the Devil. No, that's a Founder's Beer. What am I thinking of then? I don't know. Boy. Anyways, <laughs> Old Chubb, Mom's uh, Little Yell Pills, that's a good one, as yeah. we all know. Dale's Pale Ale, <laughs> right. uh, classic Pale Ale. True, yeah. Uh, they're not, like Avery last week, they're not, because they're always there. It's not that I always, like, I'm always seeking them right. out, but I know they're, they make damn good beer. And it's, it's rare, you know, a rarity like this, you'll go out of the way to actually have. Right. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. I've got two of these sitting in my fridge, actually. Oh, very nice. You better not let Hobby know. Him. Oh, I know. He's going to locust your fridge. He'll locust through my house, <laughs> lapping up all the beer, and then... Exactly. He'll just leave destruction in his way, yeah. no matter what. It's like, the, uh, it's like the scene at the beginning of Fast and Furious 6, when Jason Statham destroys the hospital. Yeah, 7. That's Fast 7. 7? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it looks like when Hobby hears about 1050, <laughs> barely 1050. <laughs> There's just explosions everywhere, and people dying left and right. Exactly. So, so what, are you, what are you expecting out of this? Expect, I expect it to be damn good. Yeah. Uh, a, a sweet stout. Uh, I don't know that I've had this before. Well, it's possible I've had it. We'll see if it tastes different in the glass versus you lapping it oh. off of the countertop. Yeah, I expect the bar probably added a nice, some oaky afterbirth to it. Some nice tetanus and some yeah. other... Oh, I'm sure I have hep some C other, now. Yeah, hepatitis, yeah, yeah. something. I have yeah. Ten, I've, I've Actually, I have hepatitis D now <laughs> as a result. I got the more advanced version. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, what are you expecting out of this beer? Uh, I expect a really smooth, semi-sweet yeah. type stout. Um, Imperial stout, you know, you're going to have a little booze to it. I expect a little well, booze. I expect so, what is it, 12.1 you said? Yeah, it's well, almost yeah. 13, really. Um, so I expect it to have that boozy, sweet kick to it, but yeah. I also expect it, since it's barrel-aged, to be smooth. No Oscar Blues, it'll be really well-balanced. Yeah, exactly. And you right. may be asking yourself, why aren't we doing a full episode on this? It's because we don't feel like it. Yeah, exactly. And because we don't want to, we don't want to consume episode one hundred. Yeah, just, you know, something that's it's a special beer, beer but yeah, yeah exactly. It's not, this isn't the Punky Brewster episode for us, <laughs> right? There's, it's a very, there's no, it's just a special one off. Yeah, this is not our pedophilia, but a very special pedophilia episode. Yeah, no one got stuck in a fridge. Yeah, this is just a regular old episode of Perfect Strangers. It smells a little boozy. Uh, aroma, it's, yeah, it's, sweet. Not as, it's not as strong as I would have expected, aroma-wise. We're, yeah, we're drinking these out of tulip glasses, snifters. Yeah, snifters. Um, not, not as strong as I would have expected. A little milky in the, yeah. in the aroma. A little sweet. Yeah, it is a little sweet. Uh, and definitely a little boozy there, no surprise. You Absolutely. Can, it's, it's got, to me, it's just a standard issue barrel-aged stout aroma profile. Yeah, nothing, nothing really jumps out nothing, at me. Nothing magnificent, but it's, it's, it's notable in its style. It's, yeah. Well, when I say notable... It fits its style. Yes. I'll put it that way. Uh, Appearance-wise, it is pitch black uh, with black. a thin tan head on it. Looks like an oil spill into a glass. Yes. Yeah. Thick and dark. Thick and dark. Which is what you would expect. The head is actually retained pretty well. 
yeah. for I find that most snifters when you get a beer that's supposed to be served as snifter, they generally yeah. tend to go flat pretty quickly. True. So I'm guessing this probably has a good bit of carbonation to it. And I can tell I can also tell you as it spread across the bar, the bar in front of me, it yeah. is carbonated. Yeah, carbonated quite well. Yeah. And you can see from your glass, uh, there's the lacing there is uh, pretty prominent, sticking to the glass pretty well. Yeah, swirl it around a little bit, the lacing does stay there. Uh, it's so it la- little- so lacy it could have been one of Madonna's, Madonna's gloves from the eighties, so that's a throwback reference for the kids. Don't just stare at me like that. <laughs> you, you appreciate my analogy. <laughs> You're picking up what I'm putting down. I did, yes. I picked it up, but then I threw it back down. And lastly, uh, the most important, flavor and mouthfeel. Nah, least important. That is quite boozy. It's now, quite boozy and quite smooth. To compare locally, the most obvious comparison is the Lakewood Temptress, the barrel-aged Temptress. Right. So how do you think this compares, or that compares to this? I, think, I find them pretty similar in flavor, actually. They are similar in flavor. I actually think this one, I don't know. I would say I, I put this one a little bit above the Temptress, but again. Although it depends what year the Temptress the, we're talking about here. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, bourbon barrel, oh, man, that's tough. Not this year's, because I remember this one had, if I remember right, this year's Temptress had a lot more plum flavor to it. Yeah. And it wasn't my favorite. 2015, this, though? 2015 yeah. Temptress is like their pinnacle, in my opinion. Yeah. It's better than this. But, yeah, this one's this one's really good and really smooth. It's definitely got a carbonated bite to it. Not yeah. sharp or anything, but... It's very drinkable. I mean, you could drink it's a lot of this drinkable. dangerous. Yeah. Well, much, same thing with the Temptress. Much like the Temptress, yeah. It's dangerously yeah. drinkable. Yeah. Because there's definitely a boost presence there, but at almost 13%, it's not as heavy as you... As I've had in some other, absolutely, you know, uh, beers that are that high ABV. So true, yeah, very true. So how would you rate it? Uh, ratings, ratings. It's pretty. It's extremely well balanced, as I expected at Oscar Blues. No surprise. Uh, carbonated quite well. I'm impressed drinking out of a sniff that's got a decent little head on it. Um, very well balanced. Boozes there as I expected, but it's not hit me in the head. Right. It's not a you know. It's not a velvet hammer to the head, as it were. Or not even a hammer to the head. It's dangerously smooth, uh, and that is quite the accomplishment when you get that high ABV. Uh, there's nothing that like, jumps out at me to say this is one of my favorite beers of all time, but it's a damn good barrel-aged stout. So you wouldn't go around destroying everyone's no. personal stashes of this? I would not kill somebody over this beer. Okay. But, yeah. but is it a beer I'll pick up every time it's available? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just not my favorite of this type of beer. It's not my favorite, sure. but it's damn good. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I think it is an improvement on the original 1050, uh, but that's no surprise. Most things barrel-aged are improvements. True, yeah. Um, so it's a really, really good beer, and I think probably 4.5 out of 5 is is about where it needs to land. Um, yeah, I, this is a silky smooth beer. Maybe one of the silkiest. I think silky really describes it really well because it's just... Flows right down the palate. There's no harshness. Has high yep. ABV, but much like the sheets, the sheets you sleep on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the underwear I wear. Yeah. Exactly. And your bl- the blouse you're wearing right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's very puffy. You're always in constant silk. Yeah. I have the shoulder pads that kind of <laughs> stick it out a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. The teased hair. <laughs> of course. Basically, right out of Working Girl. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, I, I love the silky sweet taste to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if silky is a taste, but the, the silky feel with the sweet taste that masks the alcohol. But the alcohol is present, but it's not like a burn, like a Jameson or something yeah. like that. It's very smooth. The very few things burn like Jameson. <laughs> That's true. But they, yeah, the, they smoothed it out really well. And uh, man, 
I don't have any complaints about it at all. I'd give it. I'd probably give it a four point five out of five. That's almost what I would have given it. Almost. I think Working Girl is an apt name for this beer because it's a very workable uh, barrel aged <laughs> imperial stuff. Working Girl, yeah, nailed it right on the head. It has some shoulder pads to it. Yeah, uh, it's definitely got some beefiness. It's but, a silky eighties. But she's got a she's got a, a, yeah. and a drink. She's got a silky edge to her. So yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening to yet another shorty episode of Rude Bloods. We do this ever so occasionally. Uh, if you like the if show, that's a thing to say. Yes, we would ask if you like the show and. You know somebody, if you have a friend, and if you don't have friends, I'm sorry, you should go get some. But if you do have a friend that enjoys hearing things and likes beer. Maybe you can make a friend by introducing them to this podcast. Maybe so. Maybe you should go to a, a no friends group where you guys <laughs> make friends with each other and you can exactly. tell about our podcast. But uh, please tell your friends about the show. We'd really appreciate it. If you have any feedback on the show, you can email us at brewballetshow at gmail.com. Call us at 469-573-BEER. Nope. That's uh, 469-573-2337. You won't, but you should. And you can email us at brewballetshow at gmail.com. And we should mention, I just did a pilot this week of, uh, I think we're going to start a new mailing list, a weekly wrap-up of uh, beer news for the week. It's going to be called Brews in the News. Oh. So if you go to the website, brewbloods.net, uh, there's a sign-up form. Just click on the, uh, the Brews in the News link at the top, enter your email address. I thought it was going to be Mark's Musings, uh, Musings on Beer. <laughs> that was the original title, but oh, okay. I like the rhyme better. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we will not say your email address to anybody. Absolutely, of course not. Uh, but just it will be a, a weekly wrap-up. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to ex- constantly exchange cash back and forth. <laughs> But uh, go there and get the... It'll come out probably every Friday, uh, as long as I'm not feeling too lazy. So. Yeah, fair enough. All right, we'll catch you guys next week for hopefully episode 100 next week <laughs> of Rude Bloods. Probes. Probes. Probes.